0: Hey, lovely, you're listening to the Should Dreams All Day podcast with your gal pal and fellow introvert, Mia Brax. That's me, by the way. This is a safe space for all introverts and dreamers looking to realize their dreams of shining online with confidence so they can build a dreamy online business, make an impact in the world, and that ka-ching while being 100% themselves and having fun in the process. And around here, the introvert hangover is of course sold separately. I'm all about empowering you to step into your superpower and become quietly confident online. I'm also about Friends, the TV show, chocolate, milk chocolate, and coffee with cream. And just so you know, quiet people can do amazing things because we totally can. So get ready to feel inspired, learn, laugh out loud, and let's be alone together, have an honest chat about how cool introverts are as we dive into today's episode. Hello my amazing friend welcome to this your dream soul day podcast today i have a solo for you and today i actually want to share something with you that i have really i haven't shared it for some reason i don't know why i will get into it in this episode but i basically just want to share my entire journey with you what my life looked like before i started my business Because that part of my life, I've actually never shared with you. So I'm feeling excited. I'm a little bit nervous. I don't know why it feels embarrassing. And I'm like covering my eyes as I'm speaking now. But it's not that embarrassing. It's actually pretty cool. And I have to own up to my whole background and who I am and what I've done. And yeah, all the things. So I recently shared this on an Instagram story as well. But I wanted to dive a little deeper into this with you all. And I thought that what better place to do that than the podcast. I got a cup of coffee here, as per usual. And I have a candle because cozy vibes, cozy business vibes. That is what I'm all about. So let's rewind back to 1989. No, we're not going to go as far back as 1989. But what I will say is that Since a young age, I've always known that I was meant to create for a living. Like, I don't know how that's going to happen for me, but I just knew that I was meant to create. And when I was a kid, I wanted to be a pop star. Like That was my dream because that was creative and you'd see, you know, I love the Spice Girls. I love Britney Spears. I loved all of these, you know, 90s pop stars, bubbly pop stars. So that was my dream when I was a kid. And so let's fast forward a little bit because I don't think we need to go through my whole story like, okay, we can touch on the fact that I moved to London when I was 10 years old and I went to an American school like up until I was 16. This is why I have the accent that I have. So if you're wondering why I pretend like I'm an American, (laughs) that's why I speak the way I do because I've actually gone to American and international schools pretty much all of my childhood and teenage years. And so, and a lot of the friendships that I've cultivated on the way are with English speaking people. And I still am friends with a lot of these people until this day. I get a lot of questions about my accent because people think I'm American, but I am not. I am from Norway, born and raised. Well, not, well, I moved around when I was a kid, but anyway, I'm from Norway and now I live in Sweden, beautiful Sweden. So I'm hanging out in Scandinavia. Okay, so now that we got my accent out of the way, let's fast forward until 2011. So, in 2011, I went to a school in Stockholm in Sweden and I studied music production and songwriting. And at this school, I met two amazing guys and we started a band. So, I have been a songwriter, a musician an artist, I guess you could say. I don't know why this is so embarrassing to talk about, but I have been in a band since 2011 and we are still very much a band. Like we still sometimes write music and I mean the last time we released something was in 2018, so I mean it's been a while. It's just that we all have different things going on. One of the guys is actually my partner and the father of my child, (laughs) but yeah, so I've been in a band, we've released two albums, and we love a good saxophone solo. I think we've managed to sneak in a saxophone into pretty much every track that we've ever created. Not every track, but almost, feels like it at least. And this band was, of course, a dream pop band, because what else? I really do like to dream all day. <laughs> all day, every day, I always have. And so that shouldn't come as a surprise that the music that we created and played was dream pop. Poppin, yeah so i was in a band and i don't know why i haven't talked about this before i'll link it in the description if you want to listen to it but it's been a part of my creative journey because writing songs and singing songs has been an amazing form of expression for me like that's how i best express myself i remember i didn't like to talk in front of people i didn't like to do any kind of theater i mean oh yeah yeah I remember when we were going to do interviews that I never wanted to be a part of that. We were on a radio show in Hong Kong once and I just like, I was not, I was sitting in another room and the same goes when we were playing at a radio in Sweden and they were going to interview us after and I just like shied away. I did not want to be part of that, but Writing songs in the studio, and then for some reason, I didn't mind singing on stage. I did mind, however, doing the sound check. I don't know why. I think it's because when I step onto the stage and when I sing the songs that I've written, and when people are listening, it's a whole other experience than sound checking. Because during the sound check, I just felt very vulnerable and scared, and I felt like everyone was judging me, and I did not like it. I really, I didn't mind singing on stage, but I was so happy when I was done. So I was really in my most coziest space when I was in the studio writing the songs myself. And I didn't sing in front of the guys that I was in a band with. I didn't write with them. I wrote by myself. So a lot of people ask me, well, you're an introvert. How can you sing on stage? How can you, you know, write songs and all of that? And it's just... For me, it was my safe space. Like, it was my favorite thing to do. I would wake up early in the morning. We went to this music production school, and I would go into the studios at, like, 7 in the morning because I was so, so excited to just light that candle, get a cup of coffee, get a piece of chocolate, and just write music, and it was amazing. And so from the period of 2012 until 2018, We did a lot of touring. I mean, we played in London. We toured Southeast Asia three, no wait, four times. 2013, 2014, 2015, and 2018. And I've loved it. It's been such an amazing journey and ride. But then something happened in 2016. And it's not dramatic. It's not as dramatic as it sounds, but I got a job. I got a job offer from a major music label, and at that time, I was really questioning my path, if you will. Like, I love playing in this indie dream pop band, but the truth of the matter is, it's really hard to support yourself as an indie artist. And I didn't know if I wanted it that much. Like, I loved writing songs, but I wasn't in love with being on stage. I don't know if it was because I was getting older and I was looking for more of a secure income I don't know, but I thought that this job would be such an amazing opportunity. I mean, it sounded cool. It was cool. And the job was an A&R position. So an A&R is the person on a label that signs new artists, that develop artists, and work really closely with the creative process and the music. So it was kind of cool. I don't know, but there was something inside of me when I said yes to that job that said, ah, oh, wait, No. You're not supposed to be on this side of creativity. And I didn't listen to this voice. I'm like, hey, this is an amazing opportunity and I get to have a salary and, you know, feel secure and work on the business side of music. I'm going to explore this. So I didn't listen to that voice because at that point it was whispering. And so I took the job. The manager that I got at that time was very different to me. He basically said to me that if I wanted to be an a then I need to leave the other part of me behind. So the part of me that was creative, that played in the band, and did all of these cool things that I did before. I had to leave her behind and now focus on the artist that I was working with. I thought it made sense. Like, he made so much sense to me. He was an authoritative person. And so I'm like, okay, fine. But again, that little voice inside me said... Something's not right here, you're not supposed to be here. But again, I did not listen. And time went on, I did my work, I worked with amazing people, I made some amazing friends at this company, but at the same time, I was really miserable. I was missing the creative process so, so much. I was missing writing for myself, and in some way I just felt like the joy I had for music, the passion I had for it, kind of faded away as I continued on working in the music industry on the business side. And thinking back right now, it kind of breaks my heart to think about that. Because I loved music more than anything. And up until this day, I still have, like, I still don't listen as much to music as I did before. I don't sit down to write songs anymore. I lost a part of myself when I took that job. But I didn't realize it at the time. But what I did realize is that this is not going to work. I just did not vibe with my manager. And so I actually got an offer from another major music label a year later. And I'm like, yes, I am out of here. I need to work with nice people. (laughs) And so, yes, I took that job. Still in music industry, still on the business side, still working with artists on the other side. But at least now I felt like I could still explore that creative side of me. So we would still write songs in the band. We toured Asia again in 2018 while I was working at this other music label company. That voice, that gut instinct that whispered when I took the first job, it got louder. And at this time, I was commuting back and forth from Norway to Sweden. And my partner and the love of my life was in Sweden. And so it was really hard to travel back and forth and still do a job that I wasn't really passionate about. Again, it sounded cool. It looked cool. And I thought, I can't give this up. I am so lucky and fortunate to have this job. And so I stayed. I worked there for two years years but then i got another offer from a music company in and this was the company that my partner was working at at the time as well and this was a different kind of company so they work with all kinds of music and they work with music licensing to youtube and all the things so it was a different culture it was a different kind of energy it wasn't just the goal is to create hits right it was more of a holistic music company, if you will. And it was based in Sweden. And so I took that offer because I wanted to live with my partner. <laughs> and so I took that job. This was in 2019. Now I just want to rewind a little bit. I got a little ahead of myself now, but In 2018, I hope you can keep up. I think I need to like create a timeline or something. (laughs) But when I was working at the second music label in 2017, 2018, I started to crave more. I started to explore other options. I wanted to create something for myself. It didn't really matter if it was music or something else. But this is when I turned to Pinterest and I'm like, What the heck am I supposed to do with my life? I am so not happy in this job. This is not what I want to do. I want to create something from nothing and I want to create something for myself. And what is that? And at the time, I had no idea that you could start a business online and be a content creator and start a blog. All of these things were kind of foreign to me. But I learned that, yeah, you can do that. And so that instantly sparked something in me. And I thought, wow, I do love to write, do love to create. This makes total sense. And that voice that had been whispering that I'm not where I'm supposed to be, she was now very clearly saying, this is what you're supposed to pursue. So I started my blog in 2018 in August that year. And that's when it all happened, you know? That's when it all started. But I was very, very scared of what people would think. Like, I did not tell a soul about it. I wouldn't even tell my partner. I think I told him like a month after starting it, but then I was like, oh my God, you can't tell anyone and please don't look at it. And oh my gosh, ah, I was like freaking out because I was so scared of what other people would think. And I had that mindset, like, if you start a blog, you're this like, look at me, influencer, I don't know. I had a very strange way of, I was not in a good headspace. Let's just say that because I was so wrapped up in what other people would think and their perceptions of what I'm about to do here. So I didn't tell anyone. I didn't have my name on my blog. I didn't have a photo. In fact, yeah, I think I had a photo of my back, but that was it. In the beginning, I'm like, okay, I'm just going to go by the initial. I'm Okay, I'm just going to go by M. So no one will know it's me. And I'm just going to write my heart out. I'm just going to create content and see what happens. Because I was seeing a lot of these bloggers like making money and I knew it was possible. So I'm like, "Mm, I can do this too. This is totally possible and I can do it in secret. (laughs) And I did for like a year and a half. But then I realized if I'm going to do this, if I want my dream business to exist, if I want to make the impact that I want to make, if I want to help the people that I want to help, I can't hide and so in 2020 I think it was I finally showed up as me not entirely because I still had the brand she dreams all day and I didn't really tell anyone in my real life about it so there was still some resistance there but at least I bought a camera (laughs) and I started YouTube and I got a little braver like my confidence definitely grew over time as I was Getting comfortable in my own online skin. So, but it was definitely not an overnight thing. So, as I was starting this new adventure and business journey, I took a new job in 2019 at this new company in Sweden. So, I was working a nine to five and I was still very much hustling and working all hours morning nights weekends i had no social life now i didn't really have a huge social life before but i did make time for my besties my best friends and i had a lot of fun and i just felt like i had to turn down a lot of plans and things and fun stuff because i was so busy on working on my business and my blog and now my youtube channel but then when i took this job That voice that was whispering in the beginning, you're not supposed to be here. You're supposed to be on the other side of creativity. You're supposed to create something for yourself. You're supposed to be free. That voice was screaming at me at this point. And so I knew what I had to do. I had to quit. But it took me a while to get the guts to do it. But I started working with Erin, my coach. And she said to me, it feels to me like you have one foot in and one foot out. But energetically, that's what it was like. I was not fully stepping into who I was. I was not fully owning what I had created online. And I wanted to change that. I wanted to have two feet in into this dream that I have. And so I changed my handle. I changed my name to my name. I finally started showing up. I finally stopped caring what other people thought of me. And this was so freeing. Like, I thought I didn't care before, but now I really don't care. I'm like, whatever, who cares? We got one shot at this weird life. Why not go for our dreams? I did not want to work to help someone else fulfill their dreams. I wanted to fulfill my dreams. And I had to go all in, both energetically and when it came to my confidence and when it came to showing up and when it came to pursuing this full time. Because after all, the mission that I am on is to help and inspire other beautiful introverts to do this too, to have the freedom lifestyle, to work from home, to have those cozy business vibes all day, every day. And so I had to, I had to show up I had to go all in and that voice, she's very happy right now (laughs) because I just feel like I'm finally free, finally doing what I'm supposed to be doing and it's amazing. But to me, I honestly always thought that I was meant to create for a living. When you start a business, when you create content, you're also creating something from nothing. The same goes with music, right? For me, it doesn't really matter in what format that is at this point. I am loving what I'm doing now. I am absolutely in love with my business and my community and my online family. And this is only the beginning. I appreciate you so very much. I feel like this was such a rambly episode, but I just wanted to share my entire journey once and for all. And I hope that this episode can act as your sign, your little voice to do amazing things in this world, to go for your dreams, to not care what anyone else thinks. Because honestly, Their opinion of you does not matter. What matters is what you think. What matters is what you do with your life. So do something amazing. We got one shot. To quote Eminem, one opportunity. Okay, I think I'm going to stop here. But I want to say that I appreciate you so, so very much. I do not take for granted that you hit play on this episode and listened all the way through. I would love to hear from you if you enjoyed this episode. So DM me. Let me know that you tuned into this episode. Maybe even share a little story if you did. I would love, love, love to connect with you further and get to know you. After all, you are my online bestie. I will see you in the next one. Ta-ta. When I was nine. No, wait. It's going to come into inflation. Inferition? Inferition. What is that word? I'm going to go back to and. No, scratch this cat. Catch. (laughs) That's not your name. Scratch that, Cass. I need a sip of my coffee. So, if you've been wondering... What my life looked like. What? What my life looked like. What can I... (laughs) Looked. Looked. It's not that hard to say, Mia. What my life looked like. What? Am I saying it right? Oh my god, Cass. (laughs) I remember us. I remember that we... Oh my god. Let's move forward. Let's... This is so hard, Cass, I apologize for this episode.